want answers. I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. We are the Mad Men of Masculinity. Your home for healthy masculinity. We're just real men having real conversations for you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hey. it is time. I am Kirk M. Samuels. And I am Jason B. Kendrick. And we are the Mad Men of Masculinity. That's right. We're just real men having real conversations oh. for you. For you. Right here on your home for healthy masculinity. For you. Hey, so Kirk. We do this for you. I want to ask you a question, you, man. man. Hey, man, we doing this for you. I know you're doing this we for We got to hurry up. I got to go home and watch The Golden Bachelor. Lord have mercy. You and your crap shows, man. <laughs> I can't I'm tell trying. you can't. how much I tried. I can't. I dislike those shows. I tried. I can't do that. <laughs> bunch of seventy-year-olds. Like, yeah, it, it, it looks. It looks. Old shouldn't be doing. It looks gross. It's my I don't day, know. Man. Sorry about. Hey, that. I mean, you know, more power to you yeah. if you can still do that. When I'm at seventy. Age, yeah, don't don't hate on me when I'm seventy. But keep it. But keep. You don't have to do it on camera though. Okay. I mean, yeah. Keep no. it. Keep yeah. that to yourself for real. I'm just saying. It is a whole lot of plastic on that show, man. There's a whole lot of plastic surgery, man. I bet they're all smooth foreheads, got like windshield wipers. You on know there. that, man. Oh, yeah. You know that. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> scary, man. It's real, real scary. But we digress. I digress. We yeah. digress. I know. It I, shall I'm, be digressed. I'm good today. at getting us off on some tangents. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to talk about some important stuff I got here. more tangents than a geometry textbook. Ah, you ain't get that. You ain't get that. I went to public school. You didn't get that, man. It took me a second. I, I didn't public school joke in there, man. Math wasn't my favorite. You know. But you, sir... Correct me if I'm wrong. You you might be considered an extrovert, right? I took a Myers Briggs uh, assessment, whatever yeah. you call it, evaluation or whatever you want to call it. I took one of them, and I was basically a twenty out of twenty extrovert. I, would, I never would have guessed. Yeah, never would have guessed. Twenty out of twenty. But see, that's why we make such a good team because I am more of an introvert or maybe an ambivert, if you want to call it that. You want to be extrovert. I, I I have my extroverted moments usually when I'm doing this or on stage or. But then the rest of the time, I want to be in in my little hole, like leave me alone. I don't want to hang out with cool people and. So yeah, all introverts really want to be extroverts. All well, I mean, maybe maybe not. I don't know about all that. We'll we'll see about that. But the reason I ask. Why you ask? I have a man in the studio today. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. Prove we, it. We have this gentleman in the studio who did write the book, An Introvert's Guide to World Domination. Wow. I, I mean, we're here to try to help men. And I know probably 50 or so percent of men are introverts. If yeah. the other half is extroverts. Yeah. So maybe they need some help. So mm-hmm. let's bring in my man, Nick Shelton. Nick Shelton is in the building. Yeah. What's up, Nick? Hey, guys. Hey, you related to Blake? Not related to Blake Shock. They look so much alike, though. A whole lot alike, man. No, you don't. <laughs> About as much alike as me and JBK over here. We're, we're starting to look more alike as the years go on. I don't know, man. I don't know. Something like that. We keep playing golf. You might you might darken up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a little bit of sunshine. This, I think this is important, man, because a lot of, especially, you know, from a guy perspective, you know, sometimes we speak two men, sometimes you speak four men um, on this show. And I think... You know, I think a lot of guys, especially I'm going to say, especially in relationships, um, because, you know, a lot of guys have been on a dating scene or, you know, if you're trying to get to know somebody or whatever, you know, personality types are really, really important. And a lot of guys can really um, get sideways in terms of, man, I, you know, how do I balance being, a, you know, what, what can seem like a, an introvert in an extroverted world, especially in a process like dating or 
or going out to functions and, and all those kinds of things. So I think this is important to guys. Man. Yeah. So, so, so break it down for us. Cause I'm assuming I'm just guessing here that you might have been an introvert at some point and that's what got you into writing this book. Uh, yes. I'm still an introvert. Uh, <laughs> still is. Yes. He ain't change. <laughs> yes. yes. You, but you're right. One of the main motivators was I would see, you know, the other guys getting the girls and stuff. And it's like, well, you can't talk to anybody. <laughs> then how are you, if you're just over there on the side in the corner, no girl's going to go over there and start talking to you. Yeah. So you have to be able to find some kind of strategy to get up there and, and engage. Right. Yeah. So I, as, as, as usually is the case, it was usually, it was an A girl or just women in general that kind of got you into this, I need to get off the corner and off the couch. Well, you know, there's always going to be the, the driving <laughs> yeah. forces, yeah. but I'd say in general at first, because when I was really young, you know, you had your little crushes and things like that, mm -hmm. and I would say, well, you know, I would like to talk to her, but, and then I'd see other guys do it, and I'd say, well, what are they doing? How are they doing that? Yeah, if they can do it. Yeah, I would like to be able to do it, but not today. Maybe some other time. <laughs> so, so tell me about your journey from, you know, introvert to world domination. Yeah, well, it started off one uh, very interesting story was when we moved from Texas to Colorado. And uh, I was in second grade and came here. And I know that this wouldn't happen today. Things are different these days. But I was really, so I was introverted, shy, and socially awkward. Those are three different things. I have all of those things. <laughs> mm -hmm. And when I got to school, the first day of school, I didn't talk to anybody. And well, I used to pick one kid and I just talked to one kid. I wouldn't talk to adults or other kids. And after a couple of days, the teachers, they just put me in the uh, hearing impaired kids class. <laughs> <laughs> and, Let's go, man. Because I Ouch. guess they thought that I was <laughs> for some reason hearing impaired. And but it was cool because we didn't have to talk. Yeah. You know, there yeah. was uh, Isaac, Ingrid, and Patty, and myself. So there's just, I remember them all. Yeah, we didn't learn sign language. Yeah, we just learned sign language. And you up in here like, wait a minute, I can hear you. <laughs> I mean, talk about being awkward, man. That's got to be awkward. Like, oh, it's good. I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, but Mrs. Crabtree, I can hear you. <laughs> So then my mom found out and kicked me back out to general population. <laughs> you got my baby up in that place again. Yeah. So then I said, I have to figure this out. And so I didn't figure it out right away. It took years of observation. So one superpower of introverts, I believe, is the power of observation. Yes. Mm. We're always kind of always looking, watching. Whereas, you know, uh, Kirk might just go in and just start talking and hitting up people. Kirk comes in like Kool-Aid. Hey, hey, hey. I am the bowling ball. <laughs> I'm the bowling ball. I'm coming down the lane to meet all the pins at one time. Right. And Jason and I might kind of hang back mm -hmm. and observe the situation, see what's going on. And then we go in and we're, we go in more informed. Yeah. Kirk just feels, I'll get informed later. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah I, one of the tricks I've learned, especially when it's not my event, is I, I pick a job. Like we, we support other people's events and I'll be like, oh, you need me to MC or you need me to work the door or you need me to do something like that. Give me a job. And then that helps me to kind of get over that social anxiety. And I'm like, OK, now I'm doing something. But yeah. like just throw me in a room with people I don't know. And I've got to like make small talk. I hate it. I hate yes. it. Wow. That's a good that's a good takeaway for the listeners is, yeah, if you can find a job to do or if you want to sign a job, just take one. Take a job. Yeah. Make yourself a. And one thing that I tell people also is if you 
can't find anyone to talk to, the host, whoever invited you, is obligated to talk to you. Right? Yeah. They invited you. So one thing that I did once was that I walked into a place and I was like, man, I don't know how to, what am I supposed to do? So I went and I stood next to the host and as people were walking in and the host was welcoming, welcoming them and shaking their hands, I would shake their hand and welcome them. Mm. So he'd say, thanks for coming. And I'd say, yeah, thanks for coming. Mm. Like, I'm Nick. And then so I'm standing next to the host. So they say, well, this guy must have something to do with this thing also. Obviously. And then after I met about 10 people, then I went in and while they were getting settled in, then I was able to socialize with them because I had already just met them at the door with the host. So, but but when you're in school, though, like how long, how many years does it take you to get to the point of saying, okay, I'm not weird. I'm not strange. I'm not broken. I'm just different. Like, why, why you got to be weird, strange, and broken, man? I'm just saying, dude. If you show up in a school and all of a sudden they put you in a in a class where nobody can hear but you can hear, like all of a sudden you are the weird kid. <laughs> like in that situation, like what's wrong with him? He can hear, right? And so I mean, all of a sudden you are like the outsider in. And so like and so when you when mama called and mama said it all straight and saying no, no, my baby can hear, <laughs> and then they put you back in. I can just imagine mama coming up there in her house coat, <laughs> house robe with a scarf on and a roller. I know you did. <laughs> But so when you when you're back in that class and again, you know, then there's the whole wait a minute, he's back now. Did he get healed? Like he can hear. <laughs> it's and, a miracle. So at what point and so, no, so that's what I'm saying. Anything about that's it. what I'm saying. So my point is uh, at some point you had to say, okay, you know, like maybe it ain't me. Like maybe or maybe this is just who I am, kind of thing. Well, I I noticed that there were some other kids that were kind of like that. So I kind of gathered around with the you know, the land of misfit toys, the over here on the side kids mm -hmm. and you know we did the best we could but so i was able to make some friends in the, with the quiet kids but at the same time i would look over to all the kirks out there of the world the mm -hmm. young kirks and i would say i want to i'd like to be able to get advantage of some of these uh, opportunities because mm -hmm. you know whether it's talking to the girls or whether it's being able to Get invited to the parties, like even later on when you know you're going to places play spin the bottle or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know you're going to these parties. I want to go, but if you're not talking to people, they're not going to invite you. I'm going to spin the bottle. <laughs> I want to be in the closet. No, wait, no. Wait. <laughs> See, we we'll just leave that one there. Creepy man. Got to be me. You see all these things happening socially, you know, and as a kid especially. That social thing, especially when you get into like high school, oh, yeah. social is big. It's a big thing. And yeah. when you're not uh, in it where you think that you need to be in it, it, it has a big impact on you. So I was like, I need to figure this out. Now, did you have a lot of friends or no? I had a, I would say, a close uh, circle of friends. I was friends with a lot of different groups. So it wasn't mm -hmm. like I was in one of those movies where you're sitting at the lunch, this one lunch mm -hmm. table and people are knocking stuff over. I wasn't bullied or anything, but I was friends with people in all the different groups because I would isolate. Uh, so instead of like going up and just saying, I'm going to talk to this group, I would isolate one person and I would say, I'm going to talk to that person in that group. And then that person usually would introduce me to the other people in the group, but I wouldn't necessarily hang out with the group, but I would, right. I would talk to them individually. And I still do that in these days. I think that's actually kind of an introvert superpower because I was kind of the same way where I, I could get along with every group and I knew at least a couple of people in each group, you know, we'd have something in common, whether it was some class or skateboarding or some, you know, whatever it is. But 
I, you know, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Kurt, but it seems like sometimes a lot of the extroverted kids were like kind of locked in their groups, like you're the jock or you're the, you know, whatever. And so having that ability to kind of like infiltrate each group and, and be friends with whoever. I, me personally, I, I just, man, I was, I was friends with whoever, man. I, I was just kind of down for it. In the lunchroom, I would walk up to anybody and ask if they, you know, they're going to eat them temptators. <laughs> you know, like, you know, we used to call it tater tots, temptators. And so I'm like, you want to eat them temptators, man? You know, let me get one. Let me get a temptator. And then, so I'd walk up to anybody. So, but yeah, but to your point, though, I think a lot of people um, can get locked into certain groups, I guess you could say. Um, but not, I mean, in my case, Matter of fact, in my case, it was kind of I don't like being locked into certain groups. Like I hate conforming to to group patterns and norms and all that kind of stuff. So me, I'd rather get kind of outside of uh, outside of the bubble. Yeah, he's just a rebel anyway. He don't want to conform much. to nothing. <laughs> Pretty much. Speaking of being a rebel, hey, let's be rebels. Let's rebel ourselves to a break. Let's do that break. What do you think, Mad Men and Masculinity? KLDC will be right back. Boom tracker like right at. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Look at us in the on the screen. Okay. Because when you, I mean, it, the funny thing is, is actually when you're looking at him and me yeah. on the screen, you're looking at us. But yeah, look at us on the okay. screen. That way, the so you're, you're you're talking to the people. Okay. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we're gonna get into this. We're gonna get some bullet points. You're gonna teach the people. You're gonna teach those introverts out of there how to dominate the world. You're going to take over the world, Pinky. You ready? Yeah. And we're back. Yep. Mad Men of Masculinity mm -hmm. on KLDC mm -hmm. in the Mile High City. Mm -hmm. And on the interwebs. Everywhere. 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 If you're from the hood, it's everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, we're talking YouTube. We're talking Facebook. We're talking your podcast platforms oh. you like to listen to. Man, if you ask your mama and them, you ask, you know, your cousin and them. You better ask your mama and them. Ask all of them. We all over the place, all that kind of stuff. We man. everywhere. Hit like, subscribe. Don't be a chump. We are listener supported. And the only way we ask for your support is a hit a subscribe button, man. Put a comment in there. You know, we if we if you're watching us, happen to be watching us live as we're doing this. I mean, put a comment in there. We can read your comments. JBK will put you on the screen and make you famous. Um, all that kind of stuff, man. We we digging this today. We're talking about. Um, being an, an introvert and, and having that open the door to world domination, although That's we right. know extroverts kind of really run the world. But, you know, well, you know, I think I think extroverts may uh, just kind of like how us men seem to run the world. But yeah. the women are behind the scenes pulling yeah. the strings. I think maybe the introverts are behind the scenes pulling the strings. Yeah. So extroverts are like the the the, the wizard, the Wizard of Oz with all the flames yeah. and the thing. But then the introverts that are really the guy behind the curtain, yep. you know, you know, hiding back there, pulling all the levers. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. That's right. right. That's that's those are the introverts, but you know, it takes both. Yes, you know, it takes both. And speaking of, we got the the expert, the author, yeah. the man himself, speaker and coach, and and what else do you do? You do everything, but the author of an introvert's guide to world domination, and we're here talking to the introverts. So you introverted men out there who want to get out there and yeah. be more like the extroverts, like Kirk, and you know, want to get off the wall and, and stop being a wallflower and start talking to them ladies. Or get the man's book, man. Or, or maybe just call him up. Or you can just basically you can tap into what all you have to offer as an introvert. Mm -hmm. And you can be like, wait a minute, man. I got, you know, I got something off because every extrovert needs an introvert. Yes. Right. So because you're an introvert, that ain't necessarily a bad thing. You just got to find your compliment. You know, well, let's ask I mean, the expert. What yeah. do you think, sir? It's not a bad thing. And you don't have to be an extrovert to 
succeed in all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. You can do it as an introvert. Right. And you just have to strategize and get a little social strategy in there. What is that strategy? Well, it's it's not just one thing. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. A strategy. Uh, it's a spectrum. Uh, it's the spectrum of strategies. But yeah, so number one, you have to show up. You actually mm-hmm. have to show up because you can't just. You hear that? Home. You can't sit on your couch. No, you got to no. show up. Yes, you actually have to lead and go out and be around. What? I can hear all the introverts like, what? Yeah. I got to go outside. But here's the deal, though. I mean, and this is kind of, a, I think, an important nuance pretty early here. Being an introvert doesn't necessarily mean you hate people, right? It doesn't necessarily mean you don't want to, you know, you, you're a recluse. Or, you know, like you said, there's a difference between introvert, shy, and awkward. Like, yeah. there's there's different things on there. So being an introvert, right? I mean, well, I'll let you describe it. I mean, what is that definition of introvert versus extrovert or just introvert, period? Right. So an introvert is loses energy when they are having social interactions, and an extrovert is getting energy. So if you wake up in the morning, I believe Simon Sinek described it. So when you wake up in the morning, if you had like energy coins and a, an extrovert wakes up with zero energy coins and every interaction they have, they're getting an energy coin. And then an introvert has a set amount of energy coins and every interaction they have, they're giving up one. And then they're going to need to go and be alone somewhere or rest to get those back. Mm. So basically what you're saying is extroverts are vampires. They're just taking our energy coins and it's like a strike. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or you say introverts are just selfish and you know they're they're hoarders and they want to keep their little coins. <laughs> well, there's the other side of the coin right there. <laughs> they want to they want to keep their little coins to themselves. I'm keeping my coins right over here with me. Mm-hmm. No, I mean in, in my experience, like it, I it depends on the people. Like it's not like I don't like people. Right. Now, granted, there's times when I don't like huge crowds of people. I mean, concerts and things like that. I mean, it has to be a band I really like because I don't. I'm just. I'm not going downtown for a taste of Colorado and stuff like that just to be around a whole bunch of people. I, I, I like right. quality over quantity kind of thing. But, you know, yeah, I don't hate people. I just like to be selective with people. Right. It's nothing about hating people. It's just, yeah, you have to you have a certain amount of energy to spend and then you have to choose what you're going to spend that on. So when you show up, you can show up and you can be a very you can show up very extroverted in and then, but it's only for a certain amount of time. Yep. And then you're like, oh, time's up. I'm yep. running out. I'm the king of the Irish exit. Yes. Like uh, my, 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 my energy runs out or my, my time runs out. And also I'm just poof, out the back door. Yes. So there's a lot of introverts that nobody says, oh, I think they're an introvert. Uh-huh. They think they're extroverts. But if they just like me, if you see me, I'll show up. Yeah, everybody. And you got about, you know, maybe 45 minutes. <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> But that's it. Like, where did he go? Got that fuse, and then after that is done. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I yeah, know I had that experience. I remember telling one girl one time at a bar, something. I was like, "I'm an introvert." She was like, "No, you're not. You're da da And I was like, "Oh, you don't see me at home. Right. Like, you you only see me out here. Right. Like you see me at home. You I'd be like, well, of course you wouldn't see me at home because I'm leaving you <laughs> to go home. Yeah. I, uh, I I I just wonder if um you know I, I wonder I, I think sometimes the quote unquote extrovert or the people that are perceived as extroverts um, get more of the cred or get more of the um, just just are, are seen with a different value socially as opposed to people who are who are who are considered introverts in terms of the people who are extroverts get maybe get more of the spotlight a lot of times because they can just kind of walk into a room and pretty soon they'll, they'll have they'll have a friend or two and the longer they're there the more friends they have. 
And so I wonder if, you know, I wonder if sometimes introverts don't get the credit, uh, the credit that, that, that you all deserve. That's, you're correct, because a lot of times, especially in corporations, a lot of introverts will say that they'll get passed over, they won't get noticed in meetings, they're not, they don't feel heard or seen. And so we try to come up with techniques to help make that possible. And so it's not just with the dating thing, but yes, also in your at your workplace as well. What would some of those techniques be? Let's let's, let's teach the people. Ooh, let's, yeah. let's give them some some wise nuggets of wisdom from Mr. Nick Shelton. Here's some simple things that uh, I was just uh, talking with someone about last week, and that some of your listeners can put into practice right away. And that is when you enter a room, and I had somebody say, "I don't know." how it looks. Do I look okay when I enter a room? And uh, so I would always tell them, uh, walk in like you're wearing a cape. And if you walk like you're wearing a cape and you want it to drape correctly, then you're going to have a good posture and you're going to have a good stride. And, you know, men or women or whatever you are, you if you walk like you're wearing a cape, you're going to project some confidence and you're going to look as good as you can look as you're walking in. And so that's so you're not going to walk in like you're some Star Wars creature. Or something <laughs> like that. You're going to walk. Well, on Star Wars, they do. Some people wear a case, but they look right. cool when they're walking in their case. Right. Right. And that's how you'll look if you and in workshops that I'll do, we'll actually hand out capes. Everyone put them on and walk around and you can see the difference. Oh, yeah. And so if you practice this at home and just walk around like you're wearing a cape, that's how you're going to enter a room. Or And I'll tell myself, cape walk, cape walk as I'm walking around. It's a good I'm, idea, man. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the power pose thing. Like, yeah. you know, you, you you imagine yourself standing with a cape blowing in the wind and that like Superman pose. Like, yeah. that'll change your energy. That'll make you be like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready to go. I'm going to do that standing in my mirror at home. <laughs> yes. And then another one is if you're seated, I, a technique that I call Duke cookie face. And that is because I was at a, a holiday party with a woman I was dating at the time and thinking, I don't know anyone here, but they're all going to be judging me, and I need to look approachable. So I was thinking, okay, so how do I sit? I would sit like, how would a duke sit or a, a duchess? A duke or a duchess, however you imagine in your mind, you know, these the high nobility, they wouldn't be stiff, but they would have good posture. So I, they'd be sitting with a nice posture. And then for their face, like I used to have like a kind of a grouchy resting face. So people would be like, do you want to fight me? And it's, like, it's, the, it's the RDF. Yeah. Mm -hmm, it's the RDF. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like, why do people think I want to fight them? Or I'm angry. Like, do I owe you money? <laughs> you know? And so I was like, I need to change whatever's happening. And so I was thinking, if I go to my best friend's house and I, I'm hit with the aroma of fresh baked cookies when they open the door, I like cookies. They're going to offer me some cookies, obviously. So I'm have like an, I'm expecting to, get cookies soon face. And so it's not like grinning like some crazy person, but it's a nice, pleasant, hmm. Uh -huh. And then so you're sitting, so the Duke part or Duchess, and then your cookie face or whatever you would like but is imminent. And I, if I lock eyes with someone, I telepathically say, cookies are coming, you know? And, uh, and so this gives you kind of this little glow and it, you can do this, try this out today, and you will see results. People will come up to you. They will, you, you seem open, and it just changes your whole aura, your whole being if you just implement this. So you can do this at work. You can do this while you're waiting to pick up food at a restaurant, wherever, and just 
try it out. Cakewalk and Duke or Duchess cookies. Oh, you gotta let us know. You guys gotta try yeah. this out. Mad Men Mafia, get out there, especially our introverts out there. Try this out and then comment. Let us know. Is is Nick full of it or is, is this guy some power to it? This guy some gumption. Because I almost wonder though, do introverts know? Like I only got so much time, and then people are, you know, <laughs> the aware then, ones do it. So, but I'm saying, knowing that, then do you walk in like, like, oh man, like you walk in uh, cautious for that interaction or the first interactions because you know you only got a certain amount of time because you know what this interaction is going to do to you. Well, I don't. It's not like it's uh, a like 19 minutes yeah. <laughs> thing, and it's like counting down. Mm -hmm. It's you just going and you're feeling it out. So some people might really take a toll on you and then other people might not at all and so it just depends on how it's going and that's one of the things i mean i in my experience as an introvert um it's about the energy of the other person right. like me and kurt can hang out all day every day he's not going to drain me it's fine other people they i mean they got five minutes before right. I'm like, I, I got to just for my own well-being, I've got to step out over here. So, yeah, it depends on kind of the vibe. And there's one thing, good thing, like to Gersh's point, every extrovert needs an introvert because we're really good at reading energy. But we can yeah. tell you pretty quick if somebody's got good energy or bad energy or if they're creepy or, you know, they've got, you know, subversive intentions. Mm -hmm. I mean, we a lot of times we pick up on those things because we're always looking and listening and kind of feeling going, OK, well. You know, how do I create a safe space for myself? Right. I do that by looking and watching and paying attention and listening to everybody and kind of feeling it out. I have a, I have a, um, I'm going to say a spirit of expectation when I'm walking into a room full of people. I would imagine that's not the case for introverts, or maybe it is. I don't know. A spirit of expectation. Explain that. Because when I'm walking into a room full of people, to me, that's a whole lot of closet doors that I get to open up. And I get to, you know, there's, there's, there's a whole lot of, whole lot of, there, whole lot of treasure chests I get to open up to, you know, better. to experience folks and, and to like, you know, a whole lot of questions that I know I'm going to, that are going to get answered in terms of these interactions, you know, who is this person? You know, what, what can I, you know, how can I connect with this person or this person? So, so when I walk into that room full of people, to me, I'm like, yeah, you know, this is, <laughs> I'm like a chubby kid at a buffet, right? You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to munch on this. You talk about cookies and cake, yeah, it's about to go down. But like I said, if if I'm a, if you're an introvert, then maybe you walk into a room full of people. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you walk into a room full of people like, or is that not the case? It's well, for me, it's not like your scenario where I'm like, ah, treasure chest, mm -hmm. let's go. I go in, I'm like, all right, showtime, here we go, mm. and then. I another tip that I tell people what I do is I I'll hunt introverts and not to harm them in any way. <laughs> Watch out, y'all! He got a band out back. <laughs> but you know they're easier to engage with. So if I'm in there, and there's I'll look around the edges, see who looks like I feel, and I'll go and engage them. I'm, I call myself rescuing them because they're they need they want to they're there to socialize and. They don't know how to do it. So I'm like, if I go and save that person, that's one. And then we'll grab another one. We'll have the power of three. Because if you just talk to one, then and then you don't want to talk to them anymore, it's hard to get away. But if you talk to one and then you bring in another one, so then you have three of you, the conversational flow a lot better. And if you need to excuse yourself, then 
it's easier to excuse yourself than they'll still be right. Speaking of excusing ourselves, excuse me, excuse me, we gotta take a break. Time take break. Excuse me, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Mad men and masculinity. So should we get into networking or making connect? Let's do making connections. Hey, I got a list of famous introverts. Oh, I'll check you out. Look at that. See? Look at this guy. I want to read all this because it's like you know, people want to do. Just yeah, just mm -hmm. just carry paper. Right. Ready? Yeah. We're back. Yes, we are back. We are back. This we, is we're back. Man. We're back like that cape. That cape is on your back. That's right. Y'all missed that. See y'all. You missed that, man. That was mm -hmm. only like a couple minutes ago, man. You missed that whole thing, man. We're talking about introverts. We're talking about introverts, and by default, we're talking about extroverts because extroverts like but we uh so we're talking about it i put up a list of famous introverts bill gates albert einstein warren buffett jk rowling emma watson mark zuckerberg barack obama steven spielberg uh abraham lincoln rosa parks elon musk michael jordan mm. uh eleanor roosevelt lady gaga larry page steve wozniak a lot of really famous like successful people people that have made a big difference in the world and uh and are really you know speaking of world domination um, they're, they're dominating as a, as an introvert. Yeah, you you look at people like that and you realize that just because you're an introvert doesn't mean you're like you said before hiding in the closet and not coming outside. Like you have your stage moments, you have your extroverted moments. It just means in most cases you're probably a little more um, critical about it, or you know you're, you're more specific about you know you plan those times out. I think to Nick's book and to you know what he is teaching a lot of the introverts out there, and even from his experience, I mean making connections. I mean, I know you were talking about before the break, you know, you go to a place and you go rescue other introverts and you yes. make connections with them. How would you kind of coach other introverts into the best way of making connections? Like, do you start with other introverts because you resonate and then move on to extroverts or what's your, what's your MO for that? What, what's your SOP? Yeah. So I usually will try to figure out the, the locate. So it's, that there's that saying, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time around. Right. So then I say, okay, well, where would these people be? And then I have to figure out where that is. And then, okay, now I need to get to that location. And then when I'm there in the room, then it doesn't matter if they are one of the introverts or one of the extroverts because I'm in the right place. So then we go back to the showing up. And then, you know, you have the small talk part, which I tell people, you're just going to want to go off of observations. That way you don't have to memorize anything. You just look around the room. You can say something about the clothes. You can say something about the temperature. Like, oh, it sure is hot in here. Are they trying to get us to take our clothes off? Or, you know, or like Nelly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or is Nelly an introvert? You know, there's, you can talk about that. There's furniture in the bathroom. Mm. You know, that's this a fancy place. Yeah. You know, whatever. But to connect, I found a really good thing is, well, there's, either hobbies, shared interests, or uh, asking advice about something that the person might know something about. And so if you ask advice from someone that, so like, I know you guys like golf mm -hmm. and I am, I'm good at like miniature golf, putt putt golf, but not golf golf. So if I were to ask one of you, I, I was wondering about, so I'm just starting off at golf and like, what kind of clubs should I get? And then where should I probably start? What's a good course to start? You would love to share your knowledge with me. You're like, oh, this, I'm going to mold them. 
-hmm. And then you would tell me, like, so one thing that would be bad is if I just acted like I knew already, hey, yeah, I'm golfing too, like you guys. And then I say something, you're like, you don't know what he's talking about. Right. But if I say, what is your advice on the clubs? And then you would tell me, and then you'd tell me, go to this course, try this out, and then, or go see this guy who's going to show you the, how to swing properly. And then, so I asked your advice, and then the next thing is, I, I don't have to do everything you said, but if I do one thing, like you said, go get a set of Ping I2 clubs or something, and then I go get those clubs, or a club, one of them, and then I say, hey, I got this club that I follow up. I got this club that you said, and then you're like, oh, oh, yes. And that now you're invested in me because I ask advice and not you know, and this happens a lot. People ask advice and they don't do anything. You never hear anything. But if I ask you advice and then you give it and then I do something that you said and then I follow up with you and I said, oh, I got it. And the club's working like this. And you say, oh, OK, now and then you'll give another thing. And now you're invested in me. And now you're whatever I'm my whole golf journey. You are tied to me on that and you're looking out for me. And so now we're, we're making a connection We're we're going to have a light bond and it will get strengthened the more we get into this, I feel the connection already. Mm -hmm. I feel it. And those people that uh, ask for advice and then don't do anything about it are called ask holes. <laughs> don't be an ask hole. Ah, oh, I got you. <laughs> yeah, don't be a problem. Just the bottomless pit. pit of taking my advice yeah, and energy and not doing nothing with it. So are introverts better off at doing the talking or doing the listening? Well, I would say that introverts are better listeners, but I think that Usually if we, so like if I'm with another introvert, then I might say, well, I might be better at talking than them. And so I might just take the wheel and drive it because uh, that's happened at several things where I'm like, okay, this is all introverts here. And then that everyone's just kind of waiting for someone who's going to take the lead. Uh -huh. And then, so oh, I guess I'll be the talker, but and then everyone else is going to be listening and yeah. observing me, judging. Because yeah. I could see how if you had those coins and you, you know, and, and the, the coin is depleting, you know, I could see on one hand your coins going, your coin balance going down as you're listening and like, oh, man, I wish this person would shut <laughs> yeah. up. Or I could also see that coin balance going down if you're the one doing the talking and you're pouring out if you're giving and all that kind of stuff. So. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I guess, he, you know, the, the answer is either or. In that well, and sometimes, I mean, it goes back to like the people that you're interacting with, because sometimes and what I've found with a lot of introverts, when you make that connection with them, they've been dying to talk to somebody because yes. they spend all their time alone or, you know, they don't talk a lot. So sometimes when you just open that door, then they get energized by finally getting to express. So sometimes if you are an extrovert or you are introverted, being maybe that bridge or going and rescuing people, you know, the introverts like, like Nick does, you're giving them a gift and then you can make those connections and you never know what kind of, especially when it comes to networking and getting out into the world, especially you move to Denver, all the new people coming here. How do you know who to, you know, who's going to be good for you? Who's not. And where do you meet people? But going out there and, you know, looking for people on the wall and maybe going and talking to them and giving them the opportunity to speak. I know there's a lot of times where they, I mean, wow. You're talking about a life story. Like some people just are just waiting for some, to open their ears and listen to them because they don't know how to ask or they haven't had that experience before so you might be doing some people a lot of favors right and like the uh that golf analogy if uh if you were 
introverted as you are, and I asked you about golf, you could probably talk about golf for hours and you wouldn't lose any energy because you love it. And so if we tap into something that you love, then the coin thing doesn't work the same way. You can probably flow for a long time on that. I think it's maybe, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like for most introverts, we lose our coins. We, we lose our energy when we're doing things that, you know, don't resonate with us. When we're trying to talk to people that maybe we don't resonate with or we're attempting to be extroverted when it's not something that we're passionate about. So it's like if it's in our wheelhouse, then that feeds us. But if it's not, then it depletes us. Right. Yes, I would agree with that. And some other tips for people that are listening that they can do. And this could happen when you go to a new city. This could happen if you went to a new country, or you can just do this at any time if you want to build out a network really quickly. And that is take a language class, take a cooking class, and take a dance class all the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, not the same exact time, right? But, you know, so That'd sign be a hard up, class. <laughs> sign up for a language class. So you could take a Spanish class, then you could take a salsa class, and then you can take a you know a cooking class on you know how to make uh kolaches or something. right now now what, what's the logic behind that of taking the classes because then it, it puts you in this environment with other people that are doing a similar thing so like in this so it's a spanish class you're going to be in there with a bunch of other people learning spanish and then they'll say we should all go to a restaurant together and order in spanish and now you have this little crew that you can go with and you'll you're meeting all those people and some of them, you might bond with somebody in that group, but it just puts you in that. So you're not just walking around trying to find some place to meet people. You're meeting people. This could work for dating, too, because you might meet someone in that Spanish class. You might meet someone in the cooking class. They're very intimate. You're in there cooking, messing with dough and oils and you know, stuff. <laughs> Knives. I mean, no. It's like <laughs> and then the, uh, yeah, so the language, the, oh, the dance class. Dance class, very intimate also. So you might learn some salsa, and then they'll say, oh, after this, we're all heading to this club. And we're all going to dance. And then you can go and dance. I'm, and I'm glad that you, you you separated those because a language, cooking, dance class sounds dangerous. Yeah. Try to do all that at once. That's right. a lot. Yeah, that's a whole, whole lot. <laughs> Man, it basically sounds like your your advice is not to be recluse, like not to, not to just be home sitting on the couch. Like that's not beneficial. Yeah, you have to show up. You have to get out there. And this it's an easy way because – yeah, the dancing, you're like, I'm not good at dancing. It's a dance class. Yeah. You're learning. You're learning to cook. And if you know how to cook, go anyway. And then you can be a, a star in there. No, but I like I like that because there's similar interests. And we, this is one of the things we talked about in our book, Seven Secrets for Modern Dating, is, you know, find, thing, find people who are doing similar things, like have similar interests. And so, because especially, yeah, you, you're totally right. Trying to get out there and, like, just pull somebody off the street. Right. I mean, number one, you look like a weird stalker and creepy. Otherwise, but and then you don't know who this person is. So going someplace where they have a similar interest, or they're, they're doing something that they're interested in, that you're interested in, right? You immediately have that connection of, hey, we have these things in common. Yes, I know somebody that was doing a um, a speed dating event, and a lot of people was like, man, that is the worst idea ever. <laughs> like, I never ever want to do that. Just go, you know, plop down at a different table every five minutes with a different person, kind of thing. And but at the same time, that doesn't mean that you should. You know, you should avoid being around people and being with people. And ultimately, you know, again, if you are an introvert, ultimately, you kind of want to, you know, you kind of want to see the benefit of being in a relationship with an extrovert. I mean, because if you're an introvert and you're waking up with a bunch of coins, 
you know, you need somebody to give those coins to, to share those, <laughs> to share those coins with. That's not and, how it works, man. <laughs> and you need somebody that wakes up with no coins, right? And, and they're looking for a source of coins. I mean, not I'm not talking about like a, you know, like a, a codependent relationship, but either way, it is an ebb and flow, kind of like with you know, masculine and feminine, and kind of like you know, with all these other kind of things. I mean, it's it's not necessarily a bad thing to. I mean, you still need the right person, obviously, with the right you know, values, goals, outlooks, and all those kinds of things. But don't be afraid to be with somebody that is the opposite, you know, side of the spectrum of that in terms of that personality type. Is your fiance an introvert? Absolutely. Okay. Here's the here's the trippy part. So I am an ENFP, right? And and she is an INFP. Our scores are almost identical with the NFP. Uh-huh. And we are the complete opposite with the introvert and extrovert. So other than being an other than being opposite with introvert and extrovert, we're both, you know, we both have the same, you know, intuitive feeling, feeling perceiving, perceiving type of personality. And so yeah, we are absolutely the opposite in that, but we're the same in everything else. Well, in in that case, you have that balance, you have the the same similar things in common, but then you get to harmonize with each other and you get to be right. extroverted and, and, and yeah, it's true. I mean, sometimes you get two introverts together, they may never leave the house. They turn into mushrooms, you know? Right, so right. sometimes you need that, that balance, that harmony of like, okay, you need somebody who's adventurous, somebody who's detail oriented, somebody who's more extroverted, somebody who's more introverted yeah. to find that balance. But I mean, to have those other things in common though, that's really big. And if you're in a relationship with that person, like if you're an introvert and being in a relationship with an extrovert, you always got somebody that'll do all the talking yeah. when you go places and, you know, and, and, and vice versa. If you're an extrovert, you got an introvert, you got somebody that won't do all the talking. So you can, mm-hmm. right. And, and in addition to that, that now it can be like, okay, drive me crazy kind of thing. Cause she taps out and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm just like, man, I'm just getting into my flow in this party. Right. And she's like, can we go now? <laughs> and so, you know, and, but it is seeing the benefit of both. When we go into a room, Neither one of us are competing for coins given or receiving. Like, you know, neither one of us, we go into a room, we already, it's already established who's going to be this and who's going to be that. Well, in that case, too, you got her talent as a listener, as the right. introvert. So she's actually listening to people's names and what they said. So later on, when you're like, what, who was that? I'm what like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> did you catch her name? Nope. But I can tell you everything about them, mm. you know? Right. I mean, and so, yeah, I mean, like I said, that the, there's benefit to, being with somebody that's on the the other side of that dynamic relationally yeah it's all about harmony yeah. you got to find that harmony we need more harmony you don't want everybody to be every, you know just like you you need to find that balance masculine feminine energy introverted extroverted likes dislikes all those different things what do you think about that sir would you agree or disagree i absolutely agree yeah that it is a really good balance i know my girlfriend uh, does all the phone anything to do with the phone like, oh, I gotta make some phone calls. She's like, you want me to make them? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I do all the phone stuff. Yeah. She's like, oh, I love it. I love being on the phone. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can you can take over the phone. Anything to do with the phone. You do the phone. I'll do the typing. <laughs> yeah. So it's it it can be helpful to balance out. But you're gonna find these people not on your couch. They're not going to come to your house, most likely. Come on, man. So, I, I've been reading The Secret. I can manifest them into my yeah, couch. No, I don't think it works away. No? I think, no, I think that's, yeah. I want my money I think, back. I think that's called DoorDash. Oh. Uh, speaking of DoorDash, let's, hey, let's, let's dash, dash out the door. Let's dash for a break. Mad Men and Masculinity, we'll be right back. Boom. All right, Mr. Shelton, how would you like to end the last segment? 
Anything you want to touch on? Uh, you got anything coming up? Or? Maintaining relationships. I like that. Uh, nothing really coming up. Oh, no more, no more TED Talks? No more? Uh, I'm, I'm waiting to hear back from CU Boulder. See if I can get up in there. Noise. Go up there with Coach Brian. Noise. Noise. All right. Maintaining relationships. I like that. We're back. Yes, we are back. Mad Men and Masculinity. Do you like our capes? We're yeah. doing the cape walk now. We're doing the cape. We're walking yeah, yeah, you cape. like that, don't you? You like I'm, that, I'm, girl. I go home with my mother's head, baby. I'm going to put my cape on. Mm, and nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> you know what we do. You know what time yeah, it is. Yeah. Right, you get home and I just got my cape on. You know it's time to be super. So, hey, before we move on, I just, I, I cannot, I, I cannot move forward without recognizing the fact that as we record this, our man JBK is about to have a birthday coming up. Man, and why you gotta be putting my blood? I just want to let you know. Man, See, I'm introverted. I don't like that. Mess. I don't care, man. I don't care. I <laughs> uh, appreciate you, man. Your brother from another mother, uh, one of my closest people in my life, man. And I appreciate you and uh, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy Thank you very much. Thank well, you very much. All right, back to it. So. See, now you got to throw me off I with know, all the man. birthday mess. I'm not crying. You cry. <laughs> so we came in here with our caves, and yeah. he was talking about wearing his cape with nothing else. Is that a way to keep a relationship going, would you say, Nick? Or am I, is, is that just craziness? I wasn't expecting the whole cape thing to go on. <laughs> hey, you know, well, you're in our house now. So. Here, man. You're coming to my house. I'm wearing my underoos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember my underoos? Yeah. Under but talk about, like, maintaining relationships. Yes, the, the most important thing is to maintain because a lot of times people and a lot of the extroverts will go out and they'll go into the room, hey, everybody, and shake hands, meet everybody, and then they don't maintain the relationships. They don't follow up, and then all of that work is for nothing. Mm. You have to maintain the relationships. And so an easy way that I found to do that because you know you want to organize it as easy as possible so you'll actually do it. And that is every three months, I will go through my contact list, my email contact list, and my phone contact list. And then I make a side list of who do I need to talk to that I haven't talked to in the past three months. And so I'll have a short list there. And then from that list, and you don't have to do it all in one day, but I just start chipping away at it. So some people, I'll make a phone call if they require a phone call. Some people, I will... I, do. I try to stay away from just a, a, an email or a text. I want to make it more personal. So I'll either do a phone call or a voice message, or my favorite thing is a video. And so that way they can see me, they can see my expressions and, and all that. And I will just tell them what's going on with me and say, it's been a little while. Here's the latest in my life. I and mean, what's going on with you? You know, how's your stuns me from the football thing or how's you know how's the new baby and all of that sort of thing how's the cat that you adopted and and so now i'm top of mind with them because i just sent them a video and i'll just go down the list of people and then so every three months i say who do i need to contact now who do i need to contact now so that way all these people know what the latest is with me and i i will ask about them so then they can get back to me with the latest. And so that way, if there's something going on that they could help me with, then they say, oh, uh, you know, so they need a uh, speaker for this event. And Nick was wanting to speak at an event. Oh, I'll call him because they know what's going on. And then maybe they have a kid that is uh, about to apply for colleges and 
you know, maybe my brother happens to be a recruiter for CU and I could say, oh, well, your kid, would they consider going to CU? And so, but I, cause I know that, but if, if we weren't in touch and then, you know, six years pass and the person calls and says, Hey, can, can your brother help my kid get into CU? And I'm like, well, I haven't talked to you. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I think, especially because the way I grew up as an army brat, moving around so much, I didn't have a good keeping, con- you know, connected skills, keeping the relationships going. So it's pretty much like, all right, peace out. I'm going to the next base and the next yeah. group of friends and stuff like that. So it wasn't, if it wasn't for Facebook and social media, I don't think I would have ever reconnected with a lot of those people. So that that's, that's good to keep in mind. Like, you know, introverts, you got to make a list, get your spreadsheet out and connect with people every three months. So they know that you're still alive and you're still out there. Right. It makes a huge difference in that, like, so I travel a lot and I travel a lot internationally. And if you keep in touch with people, then you can say, I'm going to be in you know, Bangladesh. And so maybe I know someone that's in Bangladesh or I say, does anybody know mm. somebody in Bangladesh? Mm. And then somebody will say, yes. And then I might get a get picked up from the airport and someone will show me around versus, well, I didn't keep in touch with anybody. So now I just got to figure it out. So it's a huge thing to keep that network going because you've already made the connections all you have to do is just be the and everyone always just says well i was waiting for them to do it right and you have to decide you're going to be the one that does it yeah you do it if you got some of them uh introverted coins you need to (laughs) stop hoarding them coins and start giving them away oh like, what you mean by that, man? I'm just saying. Trying to get my bank. Y'all introverts. Get your hand out of my pocket. Y'all introverts be hoarding them coins, man. And us extroverts be needing them coins, man. <laughs> well, and that's another thing, too. That, that kind of brings up a good point. If you are an extrovert and you have introverted friends and they keep leaving you, then you're stealing too many of their coins. You got to find out something there that, that, that refills their coin bucket. So it's one of those kind of give and take things. Like in any interaction, any relationship, it's all about energy exchange. And so if you're just taking and you're not helping to reciprocate, then you may not have a lot of friends around. They may just be dipping left and right, just Irish exit out the back door. Like, where'd they go? Because they're not being fed. But it, it sounds like you don't drain an introvert if you if you talk about something that that they are passionate about or that they are, you know, that they care a lot about. Yeah, and that's where the problem is. Like, there's a lot of times, and, and Nick can, can back me up or tell me I'm completely full of it, but a lot of times it's if you get them to open up and talk about what they care about, then it feeds them. But if they're constantly just listening to you and you're not asking them any questions and, and getting into their head, then you're just going to be draining them. What do you say, Nick? I agree. You want to find that uh, that common interest or find out what they're interested in. If you know it's an introvert, yeah, figure out what, what that is. Ask the, the questions. And then you can ask the advice, like I said earlier. Ask yeah. the advice about something and... Yeah, I bet you I bet you'll get a lot of advice because I'm sure a lot of introverts all they do is think all day long, thinking about stuff, and they're like, yeah. somebody should ask me because I got answers for everything. <laughs> right. Yes, you have and, an answer. And it sounds like for us extroverts, it sounds like in a crowded room, uh the int- the the introverts are normally on the perimeter of the room. Right. From what you from what you said. And yeah. and so normally you can, you know, as you swim through the fish tank. You know, you can figure out which kind of fish or what in terms of who to who could interact with and, and who maybe to kind of not go steal the coins. Well, I mean, you can always go and make friends with yeah. the introverts. Just you know, got to be more interested. I interesting. encourage you to yeah. go and talk to them. Yeah, go rescue them. Yeah. Well, I and I mean, even to the point of like the harmony we were talking about before. If you're an extrovert and you want the spotlight, 
you need somebody who might needs to support that spotlight or the behind the scenes stuff. And so having somebody who likes to do those things, like even to Nick Spoiler, she wants to do the phone calls. He doesn't want to be on the phone. Mm-hmm. So having somebody that does the things that, and I mean, and that's part of like the harmony of business relationships, life. If you can find somebody who likes to do things you don't like to do, and they don't like to do things you do like to do. Now you got, you know, you, you've got a companionship and a partnership where you can get all that stuff done and everybody's happy doing what they're doing. And just because you're an introvert as a guy, like say a single guy, that doesn't mean you got an excuse to sit on the couch, sit at home, watch TV, do nothing, play video games and and, and twiddle your thumbs. You got to get out there and meet people. Yeah, no, right now you got an assignment from the Mad Men Masculine. You're going to pick up Nick's book, An Introvert's Guide to World Domination. You're going to read it. You're going to start taking action. Follow this little guide and get yourself out there, man. Because I know you're every introvert, I mean – yeah, you like your own time, but you like to be out there too. Yeah. Get out there, man. What would be your nuggets of wisdom? Your like, if you only had a couple bullet points to give somebody, like for an introvert who wants to get out there, Nick, like, what would be like the main things? You're like, you need A, B, and C. Let's say yes. You need to. Oh, here's an important thing: is a lot of times people when they show up somewhere, they say, "I'm gonna meet." I set a goal for 20 people. I'm going to go and shake 20 hands or something like that. And I say, why would you do that to yourself? Say one. I'm going to beat one person today and then set the bar really low. So that way you can at least do that. And then if not, you're like, well, almost, I only met one. But if you say and that, that encourages you to do it. And then if you do more than one, you're like, hey, I did two. I doubled it. Doubled my goal. But just set the, set the bar really low, show up, and it's so easy to do those things, especially if you're trying to meet new people or for the dating, do that uh, language class, do a dance class, do the, the art walk or whatever that they do. You're going to meet some people. Go If you have a, an interest or it doesn't have to be an interest of yours. It could be just something that you find fascinating, like glass blowing or something. Be like, oh, go to a glass blowing class. And what type of person would go to that? Let's see. You know, beekeeping. What's who's going to be there? You know, so just go to find these little side things and sign up for a class. And there's going to be a group of people. And that way you're just around the proximity. When I was dating a while back before I got the the relationship, I was like, let me just join up a lot of little different things where I'm just in close proximity around a bunch of other people. And sooner or later, you know, you're meeting people, even if you're not trying to, you're just there and you don't have to talk to anyone. Just be there, just be in the room and stuff's going to happen. I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of guys give themselves an excuse not to do any of the stuff you talked about mm-hmm. because they're because they're introverts or because whatever. And I know it's even for me. Like the older I get, the more people get on my nerves. Um, so <laughs> get I, on my lawn. I just don't. People just get on my nerves. It ain't. It's not so much that I'm a, more introverted or anything like that. It's that people get on my nerves. Uh-huh. Right. And like, man, get on my face. Um, and I just want to get away from people that get on my nerves. It, it sounds like you know our introverts out there who, if, if you don't want to be isolated, you don't want to be just an introvert. You need to be more of a yes man. You need yeah. more interested. Go out yeah. there and find them things that you'd be interested in. Some things yeah. you're curious about. And just go do it. So if somebody's interested in you, Nick, and not interested like that, because you know you. Right. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, somebody wants to get a hold of Nick Shelton to, to you know, use your can, skill set. Yeah, how can they get a hold of Nick Shelton? Go to nicksheltonspeaker.com. Nicksheltonspeaker.com. What's the speaker thing? Have you done any speaking? Yes, I do. That was a complete setup, man. Yeah. That, was, that was a setup. Drop it, man. Drop it. Come on. 
Have you, I heard you may have been on a red dot somewhere at one point. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, and there's a TEDx talk out there where I talk about social anxiety, how to uh, some techniques for combating social anxiety if, you, if that's an issue for you. I liked it. I listened to it on the way to the studio. It was a good talk, very informative. I learned some things. Again, that's another one of the things that I think can mm -hmm. be a gray area. A lot of people think, you know, uh, that social anxiety is the same thing as introverted and, and maybe not, you know, maybe it could be, but maybe, maybe not. You know, it's, one of, it's kind of the chicken and the egg. Like a lot of introverts have social anxiety, but not all introverts have social anxiety. And, yeah. and some people are just shy. Yeah. You know, I mean, so... You know, man, I, I think I think you clarifying all of that is, is huge, man. And, and I, I know a lot of people I can see a lot of people benefit from uh, getting in touch with you and or reading your book. If they're, you know, maybe professionally, they got to work with people. You know, Maybe they're a sales or I know an, an attorney who is a uh, notorious introvert uh, friend of mine. Um, and it's like, wait a minute, you work as an attorney with people all day long. And uh, again, people in sales and uh -huh. just people that, that work uh, in different kind of capacities um uh, uh people in medical field and all that kind of stuff so i think a lot of people can benefit from everything that you have to offer man and so i appreciate everything that you do yeah thank you for coming on the show thank you for getting out of your box and you know not being too introverted to join us today <laughs> and thank you for sharing your story because i think a lot of people out there are going to benefit from that and then to us introverts out there it's not a bad thing no. you just got to find your superpower right find that cape yeah. And don't wear it like Kirk does because then you're just creepy. Hey, man, as long as I'm doing it in the comfort of my that's own true, home. That's true. Man, Whatever man. you do Sanct in your house, that's Sanct true. Sanctity of my own. Don't judge me, man. It's in the walls <laughs> of my house. It's legal. It's, 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 it's absolutely legal, man. That's right. You wear your cape however you want to. You, you know what I'm saying? Run around the house in your underoos with your. If I your, wear that. Maybe, Batman maybe mask. Not on. Even that. Maybe I can you know, <laughs> do my thing. Okay. But I think a lot of men can benefit. I think a lot of men yeah. can relate. And, uh, and, and so, again, thanks a whole lot, man. We appreciate you and uh, we'd love to have you back someday. Absolutely. All right. Make sure Madden Mafia, you reach out, you like, you subscribe, follow Nick, get his book and make sure you as an introvert go dominate the world. And until next time, the madmen are out. out.